So hey guys, um, thanks a bunch for Anchor. Appreciate Anchor. Uh, they're the ones that provide the app and all the cool things. As always, uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Solderweld. Check them out at www.solderweld.com, and they're the makers of Hot Block and Round Rod and Al Cop and Multi Sol and Alloy Sol and the new Hot Blanket. You're gonna love this new blanket they got coming out. You're gonna love it. It's great. But you can check them out at uh, Solderweld at www.solderweld. Dot com. So today's podcast is a great one because actually I'm sitting across the table from him and it's Keith Flores. It's going to be part two. Uh, he is HVAC God and the owner of Smart Choice Heating and Air in Southern California. And uh, when we spoke to Keith last time, we spoke about, I think we spoke about like your trials and yep. stuff and building the business and then we were getting into the P&L, but we never even spoke about what you're doing now, mm-hmm. the speaking that you're doing, how you're helping other businesses grow your business or grow their business. Um, we never even spoke about, you know, getting guys, men and women into blue collar. I usually ask this loaded question like, you know, are we doing enough to get people into blue collar? And what would you do to get people into air conditioning? Um, but hello and welcome again. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. I think um, those are a lot of, that's a lot of, to cover. So I, I think we'll do I, part three the next yeah, time. I would love to start off by talking about what we're doing to get more guys into blue collar. Um, but are we doing enough? Like I interviewed, like I was talking, well, I did an interview with Ben Poole at HVAC Tactical. And I said, you know, what are we doing wrong and what are we doing right? What are we doing right is the trade companies are promoting it. But I feel like still we're doing something wrong. We're not telling them the potential and the life-changing that it could have. We're not talking about, you know, people in school still are, their aspirations are to to be, you know, go off to college and be lawyers and doctors because they think that that's where it's at. Versus we don't talk about what our um, actual plans are in for the industry what the opportunity is for the industry what they could do and how successful they can be i i feel like um we're not getting out to the schools enough as business owners we should be getting out to schools yourself should be getting out to schools and talking about it more i mean there's so much opportunity and nobody knows what we really do they just think we're just contractors we're heating and air guys there's there's not a lot of money in it it is what it is and you couldn't. You didn't do well in school, so I guess this is what you got to fall back onto. And I think that if we explain it in the proper manner, there's so much opportunity that people would start gravitating more towards the trades. And that's when we talk about that. We talk about the opportunities over and over again. You and I. Yeah. And the other people. And yet, we still, we don't, still have don't have people. Like we still, graduates come out. They have nowhere to go. Some of them go in the military. Some of them go into high school or into college. Some of them, some of them don't do anything. They just kind of go check out their neighbors. They work part time somewhere, and then they fall into a job. And yet we're out here going, wait, we're gonna have two hundred thousand tech shy. Smart choice is growing. It needs techs, and you still can't find anybody. Yeah. Like even with all your nice cars, and nice trucks and benefits and standing there like 
almost going, hey, I've got an opportunity for you. All you have to do is do this. And they go, wow, that's cool. And then they don't. Yeah, it's the it's a different generation. You know, it's the, it's the the generation where they wanted everything instant gratification. So, you know, I get guys coming in saying, hey, I want to make $45 an hour. Well, what have you done? Nothing. I just graduated. I want to make 45 Yeah. <laughs> but it's... So I think that we have to, as owners and guys that are promoting the industry, have to do a better job of a success plan, of showing the guys, look, this is the opportunity. Look, there are guys out there that are 21 years old making this. Or, you know, what do you like? Do you like talking with customers? Do you like interacting with Mm -hmm. people? Or do you like working with your hands? Because there's two different routes you can go. You can go commercial, like me and you discussed, you know, some people just don't like talking to people. So that's more the commercial aspect. Or you love talking with other people. So, okay, more go more towards the residential retrofit. There's, there's so many people out there that aren't engaging in what we're talking about. And here's the biggest problem. We're not showing them, you know, the sexy side of it because there's nothing sexy about heating and air. I don't know. This office is pretty sexy. <laughs> this is a pretty sexy office. I wish you guys, like, I'll try to put some pictures up on my Instagram. This is a pretty sexy office. You, and that's what we like to hear because that's what I did. I wanted this to be an office where people came in and go, wow, I hired a guy this morning. He was like, this is a heating and air conditioning company? And I was like, yes. He was like, okay, well, I'm going to be starting school next month I said okay great what do you mean you're going to start school well I, I'm not sure if I want to be in the industry I've been doing it two years I'm like well wait a second so why are you going to school because they laid me off and so now I have this opportunity to start going to school I said why don't you come to work for me and I'll teach you everything you're going to get paid to learn and he I said you know you under you got to understand we're looking for guys that want to work five six days a week and have you know, on calls and this type of stuff, and you, the opportunity is up to you. Um, the challenge that everybody always comes back to is this day and age, everybody wants the Google job, the, the Zappos job, where they can come into the office and drink and hang out and just do, you know, just play ping pong, play ping pong <clears throat> just enough. Mm-hmm. And for me, we're, we have a great culture here, but it's, hey, you got to earn it and get the respect that you need. Um, we're just, we're, where we're lacking is getting out in front of the schools, the high schools, when I'm, when I'm talking. We don't, when was the last time you ever spoke at a high school? Well, that's, that's what, you know, Arizona has this thing um, in November, and you should come to it. It's pretty cool. But they have it at the Air Force Reserve Base near Scottsdale, where you oh, used to cool. live. And uh, by Papago Park. And so they have construction companies that bring tractors and backhoes. And they get high school students. They bus them in from all over the state. And they give them hard hats. They sign them all up. And these young people, men and women, they can go out and they can get on a tractor and backhoe. They can scoop dirt. They can go over to the electrician side and bend conduit, show them how they pull wire. The air conditioning guys are out there brazing. They show them how to braze. And they're like, oh, my God, this is great. But yet, out of that whole group, there's still enough people not going into the trade. And then companies are going, you know, they're 
we're actually in a weird way we're shooting ourselves in the foot because you as much as we want to say I'm not your competition if a guy comes to me from smart choice and says hey I want to work for your company Mike I say well what are you paying at smart choice I'm paying X amount of dollars I'll give you two dollars more it steals away I get a guy for a short time you've lost a tech and somewhere along the line as contractors we should be together in it and yet we're hurting each other I agree 100% with that. You know, I got recruited, and we talked about this on the first one. A guy gave me a sign-on bonus and stole from somebody somebody else, and it was from my family. So, I mean, we this industry has created, pardon my French, a bunch of whores out there that are just going from company to company because each company is willing. And I know 10 companies right in a five-mile radius right up here that will pay my guys $10,000, $5,000 to steal them from me, use them up for the summer, and then flush them at the end of the right. summer. So, but, you know, the weird thing is the tech doesn't care. Tech do cares. Not. She cares. But in a weird way, when you tell them, because I'm sure you do an exit interview, you tell them and you go, look, you're going to go to that guy. He's going to give you a signing bonus. What's going to happen in October when there's no work? I'll worry about it then. Yeah, and I don't know how to how to stop that other than building a good culture. And even at that, when somebody is getting offered a $10,000 sign-on bonus, I've heard them all the way up to $40,000 sign-on bonuses. How do you combat that? I'll pay you more. Well, I'll match cult- it. Your culture is pretty cool. Yeah, and so we don't have, and as far as I know, we don't have anything for high schools around here. I've been asked to speak at a couple of high schools, and I went in, and there was like 20 people there because they don't bring them in, you know, the entire graduating class because I would love to get in front of an entire graduating class. Right. You know, um, but it's just people that might be interested in blue collar. So versus like my son, who you've met, mm-hmm. um, he graduated with 4.3, could go anywhere, and he got into blue collar, and he loves it. So there's so much opportunity out there. We're just, I don't, I don't have that answer for you. I would love to say, hey, this is what it is. What we're trying to do now is make it a little more sexy by having, you know, if you go on Smart Choice Co., our Instagram, you'll see we have big influencers that are branding us, and we have text when they come in to interview. Hey, am I going to work with Uncle Tito? Hey, am I going to work with HVAC God? Hey, am I going to be able to talk to Bear? You know, um, so that is helping us because like I posted the other day, I, I must have had 400 applicants after I posted, you know, on one of our smart choice company um, Instagrams. Mm-hmm. And it was all due to the fact that, hey, do I get to meet Uncle Tito? Hey, do mm-hmm. I get to meet Bear? Well, I want to meet Uncle Tito. <laughs> I want to meet Bear. You know, and th- these guys are big influencers. They're getting, you know, 6 million views, 7 million views a week. So that's how I'm tapping into the younger generation. And these guys are making it so where they understand, hey, this is what we're about. We want it to be about a brand that's more worried about the the customers and the image of the brand mm-hmm. and be like a um what do you call it just more brand awareness of hey well, you i want to become recognizable i think yeah, that's the I, key and i want to be an influencer not me personally the brand being an influencer so people come to the office like i had 
two interviews yesterday, they they weren't going to be a good fit for the company. And I told them, look, you guys are good guys. You're already working for two really big companies. Why don't you go and talk to, and I told them where to go, mm-hmm. Service Champions, which is a good company. I said, that's a good company. Where you're at, you're not happy, but I don't think you're a good fit for us, and this mm-hmm. is the reason why. You guys are asking for sign-on bonuses. I don't pay sign-on bonuses. I love to train in-house. I, you guys are looking, you guys for are something guns. different. Yes, something totally different. You guys only want to work five days a week. You want to have every weekend off. You don't want to work past five. That's probably not going to be a good work. fit for me. Right. So they were asking who the big dogs are in the neighborhood around here, and I told them where to go. And, you know, maybe, you know, Leland can work something for them. Maybe he can't. I don't know. But for me, I'm looking for the younger generation, and I'm trying to influence them to understand that this is a good industry. I, I think we talked about this last time. One of the things that, you know, I came away from was, or got away from was telling people I'm just a contractor. Because people, when they hear I'm just a contractor, they think, oh, this guy's just a dirtball. Like, literally, because that's, mm-hmm. that's what it is out there. Like, right. the general population, that's what they see. They don't see the inside of it. Now I tell people I'm an in-home service provider. I come in and resolve your problems for your home. Well, what's that mean? Well, if you have problems that, with your home, you can contact us and we'll take care of your home's needs. Plumbing, electrical, air conditioning. Whatever it is. Right. I can sub it out. I can find you a good electrician. I can find you, you know, a good roofer. Mm-hmm. I'm here to help you with all your in-home services. It sounds better than a contractor. And what's bad is that name should not be bad. Like, con- being a contractor shouldn't be bad. It should be something that we're all proud of. But we put such a bad reputation in the industry, in the trades, that they're just another contractor. And that's so what I'm trying not to just Because I look at ACA, uh-huh. I look at national organizations across the country, everybody's in the same spot. The company that I manage is in the same spot. We're looking for people. We go to the trade schools. The trade schools are looking for people. We're, we're beating a dead horse trying to get people to come in. And something simple like a TV ad, radio ad, they're not there. Yeah. Like, we're advertising for our individual businesses, but then we don't advertise as a group, right? As a group to say, hey, you know, you're, it's, it's like the weirdest thing. Um, like in Arizona, well, when I lived here in Southern California, like I knew all the contractors and stuff like that. You know, you could, you could, I could reach out to, uh, in Ontario refrigeration, or I could reach out to source, or I could reach out to wherever. We can do the same thing in Arizona. We, I, we can reach out to Ontario refrigeration. We can reach out to Parker and Sons and, and Hayes and all these guys, right? And we talk and we're all in the same boat of how do we get that potential group of people to say, I want to, I want to look at blue collar, but ultimately, they're going to say, I don't want to be in a ditch with the toilet water. 
I don't want to be on a roof when it's 130 degrees. I don't want to be on an attic when it's 120 degrees. I don't want to work with electricity. I don't want to do... Well, you the, guys do that. I mean, you guys do that. Like, oh, my God, I don't want to do that. Well, you want to work seven days a week? I don't want to work seven days a week and or five days a week, and I don't want to work past five. You know, it's it's almost like a total, like, we have to do a revolutionary change. I'm looking at you because I'm waiting for you to go, I'm going to do it. You know, and, like, it almost has to be a total revolution change in the way the industry runs. Well, I'm talking. Like, we have to have split shifts. We should have some guys that totally want to work weekend, but they want Monday, Tuesday off. You know, there's some people that, like you said, that want to be 60 hours a week and some want to do 30. I'm talking with a, a couple industry leaders right now where what we're not doing is putting the right front men out there, and we should all work together. So I'm talking with about seven or eight big owners trying to build like this basically team to come together so we can do what you're talking about because right now everybody just bashes everybody and it's right. not like everybody's stealing it, each other's employees like you said what we need to do is have like hey let's have somebody that's in front of this get out there and talk about how great it is and not just the bad stuff explain to him look do you want to be stuck behind a desk every day why wouldn't you want to be out in front of three or four new customers every day and talking to people? Or wouldn't you rather be up on a roof working on a commercial building, being able to enjoy the outdoors or travel like you travel all over the place and get to see new mm-hmm. things? Me, my biggest enticement back in the day was I get to go to different houses every day and meet new people. I love talking with people. Mm-hmm. So we just have never got... Like we have... We were talking earlier about a couple different industry leaders and how they don't promote in the right way or um, they have these big uh, you know, functions where everybody gets together and cheers and rah-rah and all this stuff, but they don't build it for the new rookies coming in. They like, do not. You don't have these big training seminars where it's guys out of high school coming in or guys out of college coming in to see this stuff. They just see hey, I'm going to be a grunt for the next three years or four years. I don't want to do that. I'd rather go spend mom and dad's money and just waste my four years in college, and then I'll figure out, hey, I'm going to be a barista or whatever it is. Not bashing baristas, but just it is what we it is. We need those. Whoa, yes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, we need Listen, baristas. So, yeah, yeah. so you know, <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> but I think that that you're right. We're missing that industry leader that gets out in front of it. And there's guys out there that talk about it, but yet they're the first guys that will bash the next company, as soon as some, one of their technicians walk into that office and they go, oh, smart choice? Oh, I hate that guy. That guy's so full of himself. Let me take you from him. Instead of going, oh, that's a great company. You wouldn't believe how many guys come through here and tell me my boss was bashing you this morning. I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't really know them, but I know I've heard they're a good company. I, I'm not saying I'm better than everybody else. I've just learned over the years for experience not to bash other companies, not to bash the other guys because it's – it's taking away. It really is taking away from our industry. Um, well, it know, makes us all look bad. Yeah, and in a weird way, it makes us all look bad. Like I have guys that will come to me and they'll say, "I'm thinking about moving on to another company," and I'll be like, "Okay," and 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 I'll say every time, "If you're thinking about leaving, like come to me and let's talk about it." It never happens. They leave anyways. Like then all of a sudden, I'm like, "Why don't you just come to me?" I always tell them that because. If they're going to better themselves and they say, listen, 
Mike, I do package units all day long, and the biggest I've ever walked on is a 30-ton, but I want to learn chillers. Oh, my God, tell me where you're going. Like, I'll write a letter of recommendation for you to that manager because I want him to know how amazing you are. Like, I want you to do that. What I don't want you to do is leave because, well, you know what? We got $2 we got fi- an hour. We got $2. I've, I've had guys leave for 50 cents, and you're like, 50 cents, that's $20 a week. Like, how does that even make sense? Yeah. So there's an underlying factor. But... You and I, well, I'm older than you. My generation is going to retire out in three to five years. I'll be 60 in three years. And that generation retires out, and we don't have anybody coming in, and we have young owners like yourself. You're what, 21? He's 21. (laughs) 22. 22. And so we have young owners like you in a weird way going, holy crap, my business is getting bigger. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, what am I going to do? And you're building a culture, but what are we going to do? And so we see people on social media now that all of a sudden being blue-collar is popular, because I've talked about that before. Being blue-collar is popular. Like, for me, I've been struggling with blue-collar since the mid-'90s, you know, late-'90s when I first got into management. So here we are. 22, 23 years later when blue collar wasn't popular. And the key is, is how do we make blue collar? I, I, I think there's ways to make blue collar popular. I think what you're going to do with having all these owners, that's a way to make blue collar popular. Well, I think if we all team up and like <clears throat> when you see some of my posts, a lot of people go, look at this guy. Who's he think he is? All I'm trying to do is make it fun and a little more glamorous than what it what it's always been everybody always goes back to you're crawling in attics you know you're crawling underneath homes you're dirty you know it doesn't have to be that it is that but eventually you can work your way up to something more you know and you don't have a college degree no no you're living in a beautiful part of the country yes i don't have a college degree i live in a beautiful part of arizona and we did it just, and we did it from crawling under. I started underneath the house. floors. We talked about that. Yeah. And we, we did it with getting up in attics yep. and working our way up. So if two guys that have nothing more than a high school diploma can do it, like, then, like, anybody can do it. Yes. And I, I think, like, a lot of guys are seeing, you know, very fast-growing, successful companies, and then all of a sudden the company's gone. So they get worried about that type of stuff, too, because we've all seen those companies right. flash in the pan kind of come and go. What I, what I really am trying to intrigue people by is this is a, a lifestyle, and it's a lifestyle brand where people want to come to work for you know, a heating and air conditioning company because it does have a little bit of glamour because you talk to some of the younger kids that work for me. They are driving nice vehicles. They have a great opportunity in front of them and they see it because we put goals out in front of them and say, Hey, this is tangible. This is what you can be doing. You know, um, I got a phone call from an industry Titan last night and that guy was going, Hey, I'm thinking about bailing on this great, huge company I'm working for and going to work for another company. What are your thoughts? And we waited out for a good 35 minutes, you know, trying to figure out like pros and cons, what he should be looking for and 
he's going tonight to have another meeting with that other company. And I mm-hmm. said, this is good. You've got to look at, are you bettering yourself, bettering your life for your family? And that's what it's all about. Talk to the owners you're working for right now. But if this is, you're getting, you know, some sweat equity and going to own your own company and that's what your goal is in life, the other company should understand that. And they're not offering that to you. So sorry, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's not making any. It's not making a bad decision, like you said. You want people to come to you, and I would love to promote some of my guys. But if I don't have the resources and the time, hey, come to me. I'll point you in the right direction and try and get you in with mm-hmm. another company. And I know a lot of managers at other places that I've put there. I've transferred them all over the country, and that's because those it's guys. Cool, have, huh? Those guys have came to me and right. said, "Hey, I want to be an operations manager. I want to be a service manager." I don't have that spot for you, but hey, let me check out Bonnie Plumbing, Heating, and Air up in Sacramento. Hey, check out, you know, Service Champions over here. I'll put a good word in for you. And that's what's cool. There's so much availability and access to people out there. We're just, as owners, as industry leaders, we're not doing enough to get the word out there. And so that's why I'm trying to build this group where we can go and talk to high schools we can go in with a group of owners it doesn't have to be just one owner it should be a group of us going hey let's build our industry we're not i had conversations two years ago with an industry titan we talked about building this big school and this big you know elaborate facility and we're going to do all this but it ended up going right back to recruitment for his company right versus recruitment for the industry and that's what it really should be is and we need the younger generations. There's a lot of older guys that are out there as consultants and industry leaders, that, like you said, that are going to be stepping away from the industry. So who do we have to, to turn to next? That's what I'm trying to get myself out there more um, so people understand that the industry's fun. I love this industry. I'm trying to give back. I, I have no problems sharing. <clears throat> when this COVID hit, I started sending out all my scripts, telling people how to send out mass text messages, Telling them what we're doing with our social media. you got to make it fun. You can't make it, you know, just the dull, same, duller thing, right. you know. And um, people didn't pay me for that. But that was me trying to help our industry. You know, most guys don't want to give out the information. And I don't understand why. That just doesn't... We well, want better competition. So then, I've had guys that are like, they're reluctant to hire apprentices... Companies are reluctant to hire apprentices because they're afraid that they're going to get them spend two to three years of their money, company money, train them to where they start to become profitable and they leave. And I've told owners and managers and people, like, that in a weird way is good. Like, I get, I get there's a cost involved, but you got your money back. You hired them at X amount of dollars. I'll just say $18 an hour. You got your $18 back. They did all this work, all this PMs and stuff like that. And I get that they leave. But they're, they're I'm going to say you, they're many HVAC gods. They're many smart choice Hegan Air guys that are going forth. They may most likely come back. And let's, but if we all have that mindset that we need to hire apprentices... And train them, we can fill the skills gap. But companies don't. They look for the mid-level tech because they don't want to spend three years. And they don't want to lose that guy 
And in a weird way, back to what you and I spoke about, air conditioning companies, when they say we have a skills gap, they're actually creating yes. their own skills gap because they don't want to invest in the future. Yeah, and I, I when I talk to a lot of these owners or even, you know... Industry leaders. Industry leaders, they're saying the same thing you're saying. Well, now we're going to invest in this guy and we're going to put him out. And my response always, every time is, great, we're putting better competition out there. I hope half my staff leave me in five years and either start another branch for me or start their own company because now they understand because we do a thing called build a company mm-hmm. where everybody gets to figure out why a contactor costs what it costs for, from us mm-hmm. because they have to understand what it costs to keep the lights on. So we're trying to teach them the business side of it that I didn't get. Well, you said something in the first podcast mm-hmm. that mirrors exactly what you said. And you, your comment, I think, was, and correct me if I'm wrong, which I know you yeah. will, is, <laughs> is um, I, I'm growing my competition. Like, I want to train my competition. I want him to go out and compete against me. 100%. Because that's the future of the business. Like, you can't do every store in Southern California. You need him to go out there and be your competition and handle those customers and, and move the trade forward. Move the trade forward and build great. They understand the pricing so you're not, you know, you don't have the 25 Yeah, you don't have the $2500 complete system installation versus a $10,000 inst- right. installation. Everybody understands that. And so that's why I feel and a lot of other owners feel this way, but they don't they they don't carry it out. They don't Well, they've been burned. Yes. Time and time again. And I've been burned. I've been burned so many times where guys will come in, I'll teach them six months, six months down the road, you know, a guy two blocks over goes, hey, I want you. I'll give you a $2,500 sign-on bonus. I'll give you a $5,000 sign-on bonus. And they come in and they go, hey, Bubba up the streets offered me $5,000. I'm like, okay, cool. Bye. Good luck. I, I wish you the best. Just remember, grass isn't always greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. They're fighting for the same calls we're fighting for. Just remember that. And I don't try and talk them out of it. I always just tell them, look, if that's what you want, I'm not going to match them. Good luck. And usually I get a phone call back within, you know, a month or two or at the end of the summer going, hey. You were right. Yeah. Uh, I'm laid off now. or And I, you know. I get it. It's They're looking out for their family at the time because they're seeing that big check all mm-hmm. of a sudden. But that what they don't realize is the longevity is not going to be there because that owner that paid $10,000 for a sign-on is looking at that guy going, am I getting my money out of that? And then on top of it, that guy is going, is he talking to other companies now? It's always going to be in the back of his head because that guy jumped from a company that he already said he liked working for, and he jumped and he jumped and he jumped. I know a guy right now that has jumped six different times in the past probably seven months and nobody will talk to him now. And he so reached out to me. let's talk about that. Yeah. You talk, let's talk about that. Yeah. I know my competition in Arizona. And when I lived in California, and I knew my competition in Southern California, and I knew my competition in Nevada, you know your competition. And so service techs who bounce around, and they move from one area to another, they kind of hurt the trade too. Because it makes techs leery, right? Do you talk to your competition? 
Yes. I talked to... And, and per HIPAA laws, like, we can't say anything bad. Yeah. Like, I'll use my name, for example. Like, you couldn't go and to Jerry, who's my boss, and go, yo, you got Mike, you know, working for you, that AC guy? And he sucks. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. But you do talk to each other and have professional conversations like, oh, you got Mike working for you. Yes. How's he working out? Yep. Like, it's all in your tone. We, we always... Oh, and you know what? I'll get jabs online, and I get this a lot. I'll get direct DMs saying, hey, do you miss this guy? And they'll send a picture of one of my ex-employees, and I just, I hope he works out for you. Like, but I do have open lines of communication with a lot of business owners, and I talk to them, and they'll tell me, hey, Jeff just came through my shop. I paid him a sign-on bonus, and now he's working for... Johnny's heating and air up the street, mm-hmm. and I go, yep, he did that to me. Yep, he did that to me. And it, pretty soon you got that reputation. And there's quite a few guys out there right now with a bad reputation. of A lot of people. Just going and bouncing shop to shop to shop. For a dollar, hunting a dollar. Yep. And what they need to, what, as business owners, we need to stop that. What we need to stop is stop and reflect, why are these guys leaving? Is it because they feel they're underappreciated, or is it because... They're just being recruited for a dollar, right? Mm-hmm. What's the difference? What? How can we stop that? And I think the what it boils down to is, is your door open? Do they see you working? We're back to culture again. Yeah. Do they see you working? Do they see you here first thing in the morning with them, mm-hmm. building that team, being a head coach for the team versus, hey, the boss is never here. He's out on his boat messing around and I don't feel appreciated anymore. Mm-hmm. So, we're hurting our own industry. Uh, me, you know, I don't come in every day. I'll be honest with you. I, I take one day a week in the middle of the week. I'm available 100% to my techs. And usually it's Wednesdays. I don't come into the office first thing in the morning because we do different types of tech training. But as an owner, mm-hmm. that is your right. Yes. Because you financially are on the hook. So, whether you take a day off from work to go do Guys don't see that self-reflection. Moment. I know. I know. Um, to do self-reflection, whatever it is, right? That's you deserve that because you've built a staff here that they've got your back and you've got theirs. Yep. But what people don't understand is the reason why I'm not coming is to see how my business operates without me, and also I am doing that one day a week tons of social media with my social media you're teams. Advertising, you're no, we're literally shooting content videos. Like they just because I'm not at the office doesn't mean I'm not working. And that's right. what they, you know, and I now I explain that to my team. Hey, if if I'm not here, I'm available, but you'll see all the content that we're building for the team to drive the team to mm-hmm. build more content and I think that's where we all go wrong. I used to have a partner that literally would show up once a month to sign checks, and he was checked out, and he thought he had a phenomenal staff, but as soon as he walked out for that one day a month that he was there, they all talked bad about him, and they'd been with him for 20 years or 15 years, Mm -hmm. and they were like, the guy doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ugh, okay, let me talk to him. But but that portrays out your your employees mm-hmm. who take it out to the everyday life and then they go out to somewhere and they say oh you know what I'm thinking about doing air conditioning for a living 
how's your company work? Man, they suck. Yep. And so instead of saying, hey, you can make blue collar great, or you should come and work here, right? Like Keith is the bomb, and he's got a phenomenal culture. Because we do those things as managers and owners, we still shoot ourselves in the foot. Yeah. In weird ways. We do, and it's... And I've seen your content, so I know. And, dude, you look great down at the beach. <laughs> like, I see you, you know, and you're short. No, it's not true. That's <laughs> <laughs> not true. Um, you do make really good content. And but, we're, we're always trying but to But that's your right. Yeah. And, but you know what's funny is, so when I first started this place, I have a, re- a really nice car, and mm-hmm. I was driving it every, you know, not every day, two days a week to the mm-hmm. office, and I got a lot of... Negative feedback. Negative feedback from that. Right. And my partner reached out to me. He was like, hey, dude, keep it at home. And I was like, that's that's not right. So let me talk to the staff about, like, what it means. What it means to, you know, have a nice home. And mm-hmm. look, I came from nothing. I built everything I have. I've earned everything I have. I, I didn't do it off of mommy and daddy's money. I never had mommy and daddy's money. My Mom family, and daddy didn't have money. They didn't have money. Blue collar family. Right. My entire family is. So recently, I well, come the twelfth, I'm moving into a new home, big home, and. But my, that's your right. Yep. But my partner goes, "Hey, I noticed you posted a picture of your backyard. Don't do that, dude. You're gonna piss off the employees." I'm like, that should be inspiration, and it should be. Guys wanting to get to that next level, and look, he's a blue collar guy. With not a, we're not a huge company. We have that right as owners to indulge a little bit. We're not taking from the company. We're reinvesting all the time in our employees. Mm-hmm. But it's just. But what it is we, a perception. It is a perception, and it's what we've done to the industry, though. Because as soon as one of my techs sees Billy Bob over it, the uh, you know. AC Pro, and they go, hey, I saw your boss bought a new house, must suck. Must be nice. Must suck working for him. You're probably not getting paid anything. And then all of a sudden it puts that in their head instead of going, hey, I want to come to work for that guy. Everybody just, the negativity, and I posted a thing the other day about lifting people up in the industry, mm-hmm. and I got negative stuff about it, and I, I was like tell, telling myself, look, I'm trying to be positive, and that's where we should all be bringing Yes is positivity. You see so much negative stuff. And I, you know, one of my uh, social media guys, Bear, he is like the most positive guy I've ever met in the world. He is on a whole nother level of positivity. Mm -hmm. And I think that we really are missing the boat as an industry of being positive. Like you have HVAC hacks. I don't want to be on there, but that's all negative. Like that, that's a whole website devoted to bash the industry. What is that about? I don't understand. I don't think it's about bashing it. Sometimes it's about, I think sometimes oh, it's about edu- Oh, no, I, and I know William Harmon's, you know, what his direction is. And, you know, and he's posting a page. Now, in, in a weird way, like, I look at HVAC hacks, and I look at it as one, it shows, like, I don't want my picture on there. <laughs> yeah. But two, what goes on when people are, on trade. Are, are in our trade are doing... And, you know, um, like Ben, Ben Poole, I'm going to bring up HVA Tactical again. Ben did a post, I think it was yesterday or the day before, about like, dude, you know, he, he was like in the camera, talking to the camera, going like, 
like, dude, I'm at your store because he went to somebody's house and he's like fixing someone else's problem. And he goes, like, I don't know who you are, Mr. Company, but you don't need to be in the trade. You know, like, you're ruining this for everybody. Well, one of the things and, that I would like and to... And I think it was out of frustration that yeah. that happened. And and I totally get it, because I'd probably do the same thing. I've done it. My son does it. My techs do it. And one of the things that I would like to try and shift, and even HVAC hacks, those guys can shift it into more of a training. Hey, guys... Well, that's what Ben did. This ben is was not like, listen, what... this is not right. I'm going to show you in my yes. videos... This is what you should do. Like, if you need any of us, almost to the point, like, if you need help, like, call me. That's, I'll help you and that's, get to this level, but don't keep doing the same. And that's what we're missing, though, is all the guys helping each other versus right. you see it, and I know you see it. I see so many times, instead of guys going, hey, Keith Flores is a jackass because he posted a video of him being a closer, right. you know, versus... Hey, that's a funny post right there. This guy, look at him. Instead, everybody just bashes and it goes around it. Versus like, hey, I told my son this the other day. I said, hey, don't post that company. Take that down. He posted another company and how bad oh. the install was. Yeah, don't do that. And I said, don't do that. Do block off the names and just go, hey, next time you might want to do this. And don't post anybody's name. Because so, most of the guys know whose installs sure. they all are. And... I think that's a better way of uplifting our community, uplifting the blue-collar industry, and having a better way of going about things. When I see so much bashing going on, like, you see it, and some guys post daily so much stuff, and I'm like, man, those guys really need to tone it back. And I've been kicked out of groups going, hey, because I said, hey, why are you bashing these people? Like, show them what's the right way to do it. And even if I'm doing something the wrong way, Call me out on it and say, hey, Keith, why did you have your technicians doing it this way? This is the way it should, should have been done. And show us the proper way. If you have a better way of doing it, show me. I'm all for it. I'm, if you're not changing, you're not I think the positive, though, is what brings people to our yes. industry. Because, because our social media, social media is open. And when you hashtag HVAC or HVAC refrigeration or HVAC family, or family, and a young person who is 16 years old, maybe a junior in high school, or maybe a, um, maybe even younger, maybe 10 years old, and is, is thinking about, you know, because HVAC, Jim across the street does it, and I, oh, it's kind of cool, I'm going to look and see what they do, and instead he's looking at picture bashing, yes, and, and belittling, and then maybe it's like, ah, yeah, because that's you, not for me. Like you don't. See I don't want to. I don't want to go do that. Like, what if I do something wrong and you know I'm just slammed every day about being a jerk? Like, so it's it's part of it. And I and unfortunately, like even in my social media, I catch myself doing it, like fakery Fridays. But I have to make sure that it's not directed at a person per se, but more as as a whole. Because when you direct it to people, yeah, it's really hard. Yeah, and, 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 it's, and it's owners directing it to employees. It's employees directing it to owners. It's social media people doing it on their, on their Instagram and their social media pages. It's service techs doing it in the parts house. It's the counter guy doing it to the tech, you know. It's the homeowner doing it to the company. 
I mean, it's just this horrible, vicious circle. And if we can knock out five of those and only deal with like a homeowner to a company, but as an industry we're more positive to each other, then it seems like, in my eyes, it's easier to sell to new generation of people. Yeah, and I have I have two big competitors that absolutely hate me, and I've only one of them I've met face to face, and well, you're easy to hate. <laughs> you're stunningly good looking, <laughs> and I I literally I don't understand that because all you're doing is creating more hatred in the industry for. Like, people want to choose a side, a side, right? Like, But I think they hate people not... I, I don't think they hate Keith Lords. I don't think they gave... Or the guy wakes up in the morning and goes, I hate Keith Lords. I, I have two that do. Do they? I, I would know. think... And that, I don't know why. And I would... Well, because you're successful. <laughs> and you're doing things different. Like, you've created a culture here that is different yeah. than what most people are used to. And you're successful at it. So I think there's maybe some jealousy that's built into it. I think there's validity to that. But I also think that I'm putting myself out there, too. like Big time. And when I put myself out there, I'm putting my... And that's and why you I... become a target. Yeah, and I just got to deal with it. It is what it is. But I think that people need to... Like, right how we open this up was, how do we bring more people into the industry? You said it, man. The more younger people see all the bashing on there, they don't want to get into our industry. You don't see that with, you know, other industries. You, I don't know of any other real industries that are really out there bashing each other as much as we well, bash Oh, they are. Them. Like, I'm on truck driver page, and they slam each other. Because <laughs> I, I like to see with truck drivers, I like to see, you know, I like that stuff. And I, and I guess and you I probably... farming pages... Like, I'm in a couple of farming pages because I'm always interested. Yeah, and they bass each other about the way they're driving a John Deere. I just think it's human nature. And I, I don't understand that anymore. I, 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 it's all that choose-a-side thing. Right. And I think it's easier to bash somebody than tell somebody, hey, good job. And I don't do enough of it. I don't do enough of when people tag me in something, I always say, hey, thank you, I appreciate it, or and I repost but I don't go on their specific pages and sit there and comment going, hey, you did a great job on this, because it takes time. And so I need, as we're talking right now, I'm thinking to myself, I need to start doing that more often. Uplifting the younger guys that are proud of their posts. Um, just start following the hashtag HVAC and just, hey, comment. But when I comment... Well, it's engagement. Yeah, and when I comment on some of the bad stuff, I get beat up. I'm like, oh, man, I shouldn't have said anything. But it, it is what it is. Like, I'll say, hey, they should have done this. I agree with you, but why, why are you bashing them so much? And then, oh, who do you think you are? And this and that. And I'm like, oh, okay. Because you see the pages on Facebook, and those guys, some of them go brutal. Hard. They're brutal to the people. That's why I started a positive one. And I, like, ha- I have two positive Facebook pages, and one of them is a closed group yeah. that you have to, you know, send. And if you're not in the trade, you're out. Like, I won't even let homeowners come in and, you know, and any of that stuff because I want it just for... The trades person, men or women. Now the open side, the open HVAC guy. You know those. There's people in there doing their own thing, but they're brutal on it. And they, I think there is a difference between the two. There is an older crowd that's on Facebook that tends to be my age, which is a grumpier. We're in our late fifties, <laughs> early sixties, and we did things differently because I was trained by a tech, or I was trained by a tech that started in the fifties. Yeah. So there's a change, right? 
the Instagram group, way more positive. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, KBHVAC rallies around people and GoFundMe when when Jamie Christensen up you know up in Seattle had the problem with their, their baby. I mean, people. I think that social media. Like, I'm hoping that a young person goes on Instagram and says, I want to base my career on what I see there. There's a really cool guy in Phoenix called Josh Zolan. I don't know if you know Josh. Mm-hmm. Josh, is a, a he owns, him and his dad own a, a, a restaurant side business. Like, or, or they're in the restaurant side of it. So they do hot side. And they do fryers and, you know, ice machines, things okay. like that. But he did a book called uh, Blue Collar is the New White. And there's true, because blue collar is the new white collar. It is that, and he's, and he made the, the comment, like, if I would have read this book while I was in high school, like, I probably would have gotten into blue trade faster. So Josh is, like, awesome. Like, he's got, he's got this whole thing, because he's young, and he's got this book that's going out, and he almost sends them out for free now, to get them out to high school people so they can read it to go, huh. I don't have to go to college. Like, I can make as much money as somebody in white collar and have a truck and benefits and this and that and make even more money. And I get to travel and be on a rooftop or be someplace different every single day. So, you know, Josh is somebody who's groundbreaking and doing something different. And and I, and I think you're groundbreaking because you're doing something different. Well, I think... Like, I think we need to be groundbreaking. Like, we need to break out of those traditional roles... Yeah, no, like, my brother-in-law, uh, Matt Nielsen for Nielsen Mechanical, he, he's one of the guys that, he's the guy that brought me into the industry. We talked a little bit about him. He does all this big commercial stuff, and, you know, today I sent him a text and said, hey, dude, I got somebody from a, a software going to reach out to you. Give him a call or take his phone call and just see what he has to say. It might help your commercial business. I said, okay, uh, you know. Finally, I'm getting him to, you know, open up a little right. bit because he's so old school. But he's, like, one of the most successful guys in the industry. But nobody's ever heard of him. Nobody knows. Mm. He doesn't have any social media. He's not, doesn't have a Facebook page. Not, nothing. And if you went out to his property, you'd go, guy's got 40 acres, bought and paid for cash. Big 4,000 square foot home, single story, beautiful mm-hmm. house. I mean, cars, trucks, everything. He's got everything. And, but he's just a hidden gem that nobody right. knows about. And he's just one of those guys that there's a, there's a guy, one of our the biggest guys in the industry reached out to me not too long ago and said, hey, what do I do with all this social media that everybody's bashing me about? And what do you think, you know, how do you think I'm handling this post? And I said, stop. Why are you responding to these service technicians? You're one of the biggest guys in the industry. You have, you're doing $150 million a year in revenue. Why even bother? Because it pisses me off. I'm like, so what? Let it go. All they're doing is taunting you so it's just one of those things i feel like we can build as leaders in the industry and mm-hmm. i don't i say that lightly for myself but i think that we can get guys like like-minded people to build our blue collar industry we really if if we change and do a little more positivity in the industry and get out there in front of the people and show them that there is so much more to the industry than just crawling around in an attic than just going underneath the house you know it's fun i love this industry we're at 52 minutes there we (laughs) go part three maybe yeah part three okay 
So if you want to get a hold of Keith, how does somebody get a hold of Keith? Is there smart smart choice? I think I, I mailed. I, I missed it last time. It's not smart choice. S- no, it's smartchoicesocal.com. Smartchoicesocal.com. Or my Instagram is HVACGod. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me. I respond to everybody. So if you're a service tech yep. in Southern California or Southern. all of California. All of Southern, California. All of California. We, we will... Then and you're looking for an opportunity. Yep. I can tell you guys right now. Like I walk around the office. It's a beautiful office. He's Thank doing you. stuff that uh, that that uh, is really crazy and and a lot of fun and and it's nice to see. Um, you know, reach out to him through HVAC God or Smart Choice SoCal SoCal.com and um, and ask for Keith Flores. Yep. And I'm sure he'll pick up the phone and talk to you <laughs> if he's not busy out doing whatever he's doing. Um, and if you need to get a hold of me, you can do so through HVAC Reefer Guy. And if you hear music in the background, that's an ice cream machine <laughs> or an ice cream truck out in the parking lot. Keith was going to buy me a strawberry shortcake, but there it's not going to happen now. But you can get a hold of me through HVAC Reefer Guy at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me on all platforms of social media. Uh, if you like this podcast, be sure uh, to go on uh, iTunes or Spotify, or wherever you listen to spot, uh, to podcasts, and give me a rating and a review. That helps me out. Uh, you can also follow, and also every single, let, let other people know, every single person that listens to a podcast creates a little bit of revenue, and we give 100% of the revenue to the American Cancer Society and the Hope Lodge in Phoenix, Arizona. And the Hope Lodge is like a, a Ronald McDonald house for uh, adults who are battling cancer and going through chemotherapy. So this year, I think we're going to more than double what we gave last year, which is our goal. But um, make sure you let people know about our podcast. So uh, I see a part three on the way. I think I'll come back and do a part three. And uh, we always end up talking too much. Uh, As always, work safe, be safe. Be great humans. Give uh, a lot of love to people that need it. Uh, Be safe, work safe, wear your masks, and we'll see you next time.